She's a queen. This is dedicated to all my beautiful queens, all my beautiful ladies out there. She's a queen. guys for joining another episode of the Q Chat podcast. So today I have a very special guest. He is a music artist by the name of Akbar. So I want to go ahead and immediately give him the floor. Go ahead and introduce yourself for all the listeners. Man, much love, Queen. Much love, Queen. Akbar, Akbar the great man, uh, rapper, artist, songwriter, uh, screenwriter out of uh, Columbus, Ohio. You know what I'm saying? Just now recently signed with the iconic iconic superwoman miss karen white and her new label supernova unlimited uh you know we've just been working ever since I, I signed back back in september early september and we've just been working ever since put out two music videos uh the first one young righteous black girl uh we shot that out in sacramento man shout out to nick leisure uh the second music video we did everlasting thought we did it in la uh and some in venice beach you know what i'm saying but shout out to my dude shiraz belushi uh, you know, and we just we just trying to come with a message, man, for the for the for the industry. You know, what I'm saying just heal the culture, man, with with music and and the visuals along with that. So, you know, what I'm saying, like I said, it's a, it's a pleasure to be on here, and I like your I like your twist, Queen. You know, like, thank you. <laughs> really glowing. Thank you so much. Now I gotta I gotta backtrack a little bit because I have some questions prepared, but you mentioned two things that I gotta touch on. Number one, you mentioned Queen Karen White. Okay, I love Karen White. You know, I grew up on her music. So I got to ask you two questions now. Number one, I want to know, like, how did you link up with Karen White? And also tell us about Young Righteous Black Girl. So let's start off with how did you link up with Karen White first? Man. Well, she's a legend. She's a legend, man. So it was really a godsend, uh, just the way the whole situation just came about. Uh, but I was just, you know, matriculating in between college and real life uh you know and so i was just trying to figure out what i was about to do uh then the corona hit and you know i kind of had like some time just to go into myself and like you know just come out and create and you know what i'm saying just put my mind to creating certain things man i picked up my macbook laptop and i just went on a garage band and uh just recorded a couple of songs i had written uh you know just from previous months and and you know some that was during that time of corona and stuff like that so uh, just wanting an opinion for them songs, man. I sent them out to, like, all my friends, you know what I'm saying, my sisters, and my dad as well, you know, just to get his ear on it. And uh, my dad, who is also my manager, Derek Muhammad, man, he's close, uh, uh, close business partners with Miss Karen, uh, which I didn't know to the extent, you know what I'm saying, I would have never mm -hmm. knew that a legend like Karen would have took my dad's word for anything, you know what I'm saying, but... Uh, she she listened to some of the songs, man. And she and at the time she didn't know, you know what I'm saying, that was my dad. But she mm -hmm. listened to the songs, you know, and she just fell in love with it. Uh she listened to Young Righteous Black Girl. Uh, you know, and she told me that it moved her, you know, and she told me that my uh process and just writing the songs that we've been writing just 
you know, is a, is a, an amazing thing to watch. And so I'm humbled just by the experience and also mm-hmm. for her to speak that type of life into me, man, when, you know, we don't really celebrate the artistic side of ourselves, especially coming right. up out of the city. You know, they tell us to go play football or play sports or go to school, you know what I'm saying? But when you actually do have some type of creativity about you, you know what I'm saying? They tend to uh, dim that and shut that down. So it's not really encouraged for you to go up go out and, you know what I'm saying, chase those type of things, man. So, you know, shout out to Miss K-Dub, man, Miss mm-hmm. K, uh, you know, instilling that that confidence back into my, my creative side of myself. That's amazing. So with Young Righteous Black Girl, give me, you know, a little bit of insight. Let's get, to, get down to how did you think of that? Because I think it's such a great thing when men exalt women you know what I'm saying I feel like that's something that's needed and I feel like it's something that we don't touch on a lot but Mm. it's needed I think it's something that is really important when black men just shine a light on black women you know whether we want to admit it or not it feels good you know we need to hear that so what inspired you to do that like just tell me your whole process with that man it was just a song just from uh me coming into just the knowledge of self on my on my own, uh, you know what I'm saying? Of course, having teachers and gyms being dropped over the years, man. But becoming into the knowledge of self is most definitely something that you have to do on your own. That people can't pull you or force you into it. It's something that you got to realize and uh, visualize for yourself. And so, uh, you know, understanding how uh, much history played a part in that and just understanding the history of myself and the history of our people. I felt like it was important to, uh, you know, brag about the black woman in a in, in a city and enlighten and show some of her history and some of her legacy with all of that as well. You know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of the times uh, female empowerment, especially today, man, is just presented to us as women being able to walk around butt naked. And you know what I'm saying? When it's, it's mm-hmm. so much, that, you know, it's so much deeper than that. So we can't. Uh, take you know white women's feminism and try to mix it into the feminism of empowering our black women because it's just not a essence and it's not of the same nature you know what i'm saying so i just felt it was important to have a song out there man to uh you know highlight not just the physical aspect but the the spiritual uh you know what i'm saying and the mental uh as well man and so i, I felt like you know of, of course it's not one of those songs that you would think or expect somebody around my age group to make, especially in rap, you know what I'm saying? But it was just, uh, it's. Know your history today. The Grandmother's History Journal. Journal your family history and genealogy discoveries. Available on paperback on amazon.com. Written by Queen Karen Ayla Day Lewis. The Grandmother's History Journal is a wonderful gift for women's auxiliary members, fellowship groups, Mother's Day, Grandparents' Day, birthdays, and yourself. This grandmother's history journal is for those women who wish to pen their daily reflections, words of wisdom, and family history. Grandparents hold so much treasured history and time to share. Writing one special memory or historical event adds daily to the legacy of your family, especially the grandchildren. From one grandmother to another, this beautiful keepsake and thoughtful gift is to give to others. Order your family and your friends 
The Grandmother's History Journal, written by Queen Karen Lede Lewis, available on Amazon.com on paperback. I'm just a different artist, man. I feel like that that's one of the songs that really gets to uh, just show the extent of, you know, just what we trying to do with the music, man, for real. Black girl magic is real. You know? <laughs> it really is. And I think kings exalt queens. So I just think it's great that, you know, you took time to just acknowledge us. I just think it's such a great and beautiful thing. So just going with, you know, obviously you seem like a very deep and tuned person. I know you mentioned, you know, you're on the young side, right? Like how old are you? I just turned 25 uh, in November. Wow. That's amazing. I think that's great to be so grounded. So give me a little bit about your background. I know you say your father manages you. So were you always like immersed in music even as a child? Not in in the sense of like just being around musicians and stuff like that. Uh, but more so in the sense of just, you know, my mom loving good music. Uh, you know what I'm saying? My dad loving good music. You know, I had a, he was in love with just good soulful music, man. And so, uh, being a sponge at that age and just soaking up the songs that they used to play, like the, uh, uh, you know, the Teddy Pendergrass and the Anita mm -hmm. Baker, Lauren Hills and the Commons. At a young age, just taking all that in, I most definitely was uh, spoiled by music, you know what I'm saying? And I could tell the soulful music that we could cut on, you know what I'm saying, from 20 years ago uh, and play now to this day and we'll be singing every word and heard the song mm -hmm. in years. You know, and this songs that came out three months ago, you know, and the people long forgotten about. But it was hot at the time that they came out. But, you know, just the shelf life on them didn't really uh, hold, you know what I'm saying? And so right. I just the whole process of just making music with a great shelf life. Uh, soulful, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? It hit that nerve to where, you know what I'm saying, 15 years down the road, you know, you can cut it on and be jamming to it, you know? And that's important that you said that, because I think that's a sign of just good music and good artists. You know, when you can just pull a song from like 10, 20 years ago and it's like it just came out yesterday. You know, I think with the music industry, sometimes people can be focused on getting that next hit as opposed to having that longevity. And that kind of ties back as well. You know, just like what you work with Karen White, you can listen to Karen White songs now. You know, and it's great. It's songs that it's timeless. So I think that's just a mark of a true musician. So when did you get started as far as I know, like you said, you didn't necessarily grow up in the music world, but when did you have like a defining moment when you were like, hey, you know what? I want to like make a career out of this. I think I have the, you know, the tools to make it. I, I would say that was more, more so after, you know, I matriculated out of school. Uh, and as, as you can see, I keep on saying matriculate. I ain't going to say finish yet. You know what I'm saying? We mm -hmm. still got some credit hours to be worked out. But uh, when I matriculated out of school, man, I, I would feel like that's when I kind of uh, set into my mind where I can, you know, really pursue, you know what I'm saying, just the music or really at least uh, try to attempt, uh, make a strong attempt to it. And so I was writing songs every day and I was in the closet. Uh, every day for like the whole summer, you know what I'm saying? And plus this was during the corona. So, you know, mm -hmm. I had uh, a restriction anyway. I couldn't really do, you know what I'm saying, everything you would be doing over the summer anyway, man. So it was just a, a blessing that God just set it up like that. And it just uh, a testament of, you know what I'm saying, you just putting the work and the energy behind and also the time behind something that you really want to accomplish. 
And, you know, you never know how quick God might uh, send that thing your way, man. So. Right. right. When you manifest, you know, <laughs> things hey. definitely show up. Right. Most so, definitely. That's, that's so great. what inspires you? You know, I mean, obviously you have like a good, deep sense of self. You know, you could tell like you have a deep energy. Like, so just what inspires you in general? Man, uh, a lot of things I would most definitely say, man, that inspires me. But most important thing at the end of the day, all I have to say is just understanding that, you know, uh, this moment is this moment, man. And, you know, inshallah, I have a, a thousand other moments down the road. You know what I'm saying? I can live a long, uh, healthy, you know what I'm saying? Life is is just you know blessed with friendships and stuff like that and i also just want to be able to pass something on to my kids is deeper than the money and the financial aspect but i also want to pass that along to them as well you know what i'm saying but i also want to just pass to them just a, a certain mentality man and just a certain uh knowledge of self you know what i'm saying that i was blessed with growing up i grew up in the nation of islam and uh my mom and my dad were you know my dad was foi my mom she was vanguard and stuff like that and they were high into Islam at that time and then you know what I'm saying got a divorce and it kind of just you know what I'm saying just shifted in uh everything just went its own separate way and so it's something that I had to come back into a knowledge of it's something that I had to and you know what I'm saying it was just crazy just the path just mm-hmm. watch uh circle navigate and come back to it but you know if anything I could give or uh anything I could just see myself doing and the biggest thing I see myself doing is just instilling you know what I'm saying just the knowledge especially into my seeds and my kids and my, you know, saying generations coming up behind me. Mm-hmm. So I know I was, you just mentioned, you know, being raised in the nation of Islam and, you know, the music industry has some definite highs, lows and some dark sides. Do you find there's a balance on, you know, being true and authentic to your background and like this industry, you know, the industry definitely has some, you know, evil qualities, I would say, you know, like, so how, do you find a balance in being true to yourself? It's most, I mean, I feel like that's, that is the balance is just being true to yourself. You know what I'm saying? Especially coming, like you said, coming through this music industry, man. And that's why it's so uh, crazy, man. It's such a blessing in itself to, you know what I'm saying? Be with the label like Supernova and be working with an artist like Miss Karen White, who's uh, matriculated the industry, you know what I'm saying? Revolted and rebelled and, you know what I'm saying? Went against the industry to where, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Didn't need the industry especially to be self-sufficient and she proved that all these later she's still you know what I'm saying in a great place to where she doesn't have to worry about you know what I'm saying just the little things and so uh you know I feel like being true and staying and staying true to yourself is is how we maintain the balance of trying to deal with this because it's always a certain persona that you know what I'm saying we as artists feel like we have to uphold and I feel like kind of nowadays especially like in rap uh, you know, that's not as heavy as it used to be with that type of, you know what I'm saying, having to maintain this uh, crazy persona. But even in rap nowadays, you know, you, you do have that in a different type of sense, though. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Uh, overly, you know, saying, overly just be gangster. Overly just be, you know what I'm saying, the hardest dude in the world to where they can't even smile on camera. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just be human. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So it's just, it, it's just a blessing in being able to be myself uh, to where I can just, you know what I'm saying, react off of Hey, yo, peace world. It's the love king of R&B, Raheem Devon. And this is the Q Chat. Keep it locked right here.
real and pure emotion. You feel me? Like, uh, I don't want to be a slave to uh, ego, you know? Right, right. So who are some of your hip-hop influencers? Like, what are some artists that were, like, a blueprint for you? Are there any that you, like, looked up to, whose music you admired? Most definitely, man. I, I love hip-hop. I love today's hip-hop, you know what I'm saying? I'm a fan of a lot of different artists. Uh, J. Cole, Kendrick, uh, Rakim, Big Daddy Kane, Lord Jamar, the Grammys, uh, you know, Freddie Gibbs, probably one of my favorite artists out right now. Uh, Rick Ross, Jay-Z, Kanye, most definitely, is, you know what I'm saying, one of my goats, greatest of all time. Uh, you know, so, and the, and the list continues, you know, from the Lupe to the Charles Hamptons to the Charlie Hamptons. Uh, I mean, An Anthony Hamilton, you know what I'm saying, R&B, a lot of neo-soul, you know, so I, I try to run the gambit, man. I try to listen to a lot of different music, man, even Fallout Boy or, or Coldplay, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Listening to VH1 Jumpstart back in the day, man, and just uh, picking up a couple of couple of songs from there as well man so you know that's why that's one thing that i feel like especially us as black people we don't discriminate in music man we hear some good right. music you know i'm saying we're gonna most definitely it could be uh sweet home alabama man if they, that's what's filling our tone right now you know what i'm saying that's that's what we're gonna be blasting so right i agree like i feel like with our culture like we're welcoming you know oh, <laughs> it has a good beat a message makes you feel good hey you know that's what more than just the music. That's with the food. That's with the the people. Mm -hmm. You know, just different things that we find from different cultures. You know, us as black right. people, definitely, uh, just an accepting people, man. You know, and I feel like we don't really get uh, treated as such. And that yeah. that about ourselves goes un uh, unnoticed and untalked about. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that is unfortunate because like on the flip side, I think that's one of the things that bridges everybody is music. You know, mm. a lot of times, no matter what our personal differences are, our platforms are, a lot of us like the same music or, you know, we can engage in music from, you know, a group of people that we may not have been around or whatever. You know, I think that's one of the, the great things about music, you know, is that everyone can bond over music, you know, but unfortunate, it would be great if that's the way the world was in general, of course, yeah. you know. So that's one of the beauty, you know, unique things of music, though. So with hip hop, what is your opinion, though, on today's, you know, hip hop? You know, I think we touched on it a little bit. I know you said you do like some of today's hip hop artists. But what's your take about it in general? I know, like, when I've interviewed some past, you know, music people, I have asked them about the state of R&B, too, because there's a lot of debates on it. And I love asking musicians their opinion on this. I've read it a lot. Some people think R&B music is dead. Some people will be quick to argue that it is not. What's your take on R&B, hip-hop? Do you feel that it's changed since, you know, over the years for the good or the better? Man, yeah, I, I most definitely feel like, and I'm gonna start with R and B just because I grew up loving R and B, man, and and the state, the stage, and the process of which R and B was where I was at growing up, it's most definitely not there today. You know what I'm saying? I, I'll be the first one to admit that, man. It's most definitely not there today. Uh, you know, just with the R and B songs that you hear on the radio, like you know, it, it's it's all singing over rap beats basically nowadays. And you got a lot of yeah. R&B artists, you know what I'm saying, just are singing rappers, singing versions of rappers and stuff like that, you know, it's no mm -hmm. Jaheems, it's no, you know what I'm saying, just 
people that just took the time out to make more than uh, music, more, just more, you know what I'm saying? Just more about relatable experiences, you know what I'm saying? Just because everybody popping bottles, you know what I'm saying? That's not what R&B was, you know, rhythm and blues, you know, it's nothing bluesful about that, you feel me? You sound right. like you have time. So, uh, you know, we just got to put the soul back into the music, man. And also, I just feel like, our music is being commercialized to the point where, you know, a lot of times it's not even our fault. It's the people who's, you know, distributing and controlling the music. You know what I'm saying? It's out there controlling the narrative of what we talk about. We can relate this back into hip hop, just about, you know, modern day hip hop changing and evolving. And I, I do love a lot of new like artists that's out there. So don't get me wrong, but uh, it's a lot of, you know, gimmicky rappers out here as well. You know yeah. what I'm saying? watching this uh interview man with uh nick cannon and professor griff and professor griff you know from uh uh professor griff from uh public enemy you know what i'm saying i'm sorry about but uh you know he was basically telling nick cannon you know what i'm saying how they killed all the bigs and birthed all the littles like with the rap yeah. game and you know back in his day of rapping and you know what i'm saying the 90s and stuff like that you had niggas calling themselves you know uh, Big Daddy Kane, uh, Biggie, you know what I'm saying? You had right. big, you know what I'm saying? All these bigs, big pun. And now, you know what I'm saying? You got a whole bunch of niggas calling themselves Littles now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Niggas be six, seven, and they call themselves Little Tall or something like that. I don't know, you feel me? But that's just, mm -hmm. you know, the mind shows the mindset of, you know, how we just been, um, you know, just misconstrued it, and, and you know what I'm saying? And just, uh, you know, just play with mentally, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, to the point where we don't even want to call ourselves big anymore. We'd rather be little. You know what I'm saying? And so that, that just plays into the psyche on some deep stuff that I can't even really articulate right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But, you know, I mean, I love today's hip-hop, man, but it's, like I said, it, it, it's too uh, manipulated right now. You know what I'm saying? Just with the messages, just from what's being promoted. A lot of times people be like, well, rap is, you know what I'm saying? It's terrible because all these rappers want to do is talk. I'm like, that's not all the rappers want to do. That's all right. promoted. That's, you know what I'm saying? That's all that you get mm -hmm. to hear. You know, there's a lot of rappers out there that's speaking about positive and intellectual and uplifting type of things, you know what I'm saying? But that message is not as promoted as, you know, the alternative. So, right. you feel me? We, we got to understand and we got to start to take control of our music at the same time, you know? Mm -hmm. You brought up a point that I never thought about, but you're right. We did go from big to littles. And I was asking my son about it because he was mentioning some rap. And I was like, wait, which is which? Like, I couldn't tell who was who because you're right. Everybody is little something. <laughs> you know, back in the day, it was big everything. So it is kind of strange. And it, I think it's kind of, it's really telling. Like, and you brought it out in a way that I never really. Stay connected with us. Head over to www.goqueen.com for your self-love empowerment merchandise. And don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. That's Go Queen TV. And follow us on IG, the QChat underscore podcast, and I am underscore Go Queen. Thought about, you know, it's just, it's just funny that you said that. And shout out to Professor Griff, man. He, cause he, the way he broke it down, man, and I can only hope to articulate it to the point where he articulated it, uh, you know what I'm saying? But the way he just broke it down was, it was precisely that though, you know, it, it just about 
the mind control, man, and a lot of what we see in society. And uh, and I was having, like, even with the YRBG, you know what I'm saying? I have nieces. You know, my nieces are seven and eight years old. And uh, it was funny, you know, because I was talking to them, I was having a whole conversation to them about, you know, because their whole thing was JoJo Sweet at the time, you know? So I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, like JoJo Sweet, cool, you know what I'm saying? But y'all beautiful too. You know, y'all don't got to get Barbie dolls that look like JoJo Sweet and stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'll speak that back into them on some uncle type stuff. Right. And it backfired right in my face, man, because they turned around <laughs> and looked at me and was like, uncle, why wouldn't we want to be white though? You know, and that's oh, what they live wow. in. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that just goes to show you, you know, plus we, we, it's a lot of pressure on the kids, man, just because uh, we find ourselves on a hamster wheel, especially in America, you know what I'm saying? Like with parents being at work nine to 10 hours out of the day, you know what I'm saying? And the kids being away at school, you know, nine, 10 hours out of the day, come home, sit in front of the television for the rest of the day until they go to sleep, basically. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we got all the indoctrination going on and all this social programming going on, uh, you know, that we not even realizing until the kid gets, you know, 15, 16, 17 years old. And, mm-hmm. you know, parents look like, damn, I didn't know he was, when did he get, you know what I'm saying? But it's just been right. over years, these seeds have just been dropped, you know what I'm saying, in the heads of the youth. And then they got to be a certain type of way. I remember, you know what I'm saying? I was coming up, I wanted to, you know, I want to be light skinned with curly hair, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That was my whole thing. Like, you right. know, but you feel me? Like, I could never be, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I was with curly hair, man, you know what I'm saying? But they had me trying to be things that I wasn't and could never be, man. And so, uh, you know, it, that's just a tough battle, man, especially on the youth now. That's why it's so important yeah. for us to intervene as parents and drop those seeds to counteract all the, you know what I'm saying, the poison that's going into them. Yeah, it's super important. So taken from what you just mentioned, so in your music, What's your take and how do you feel your role is to be socially conscious, you know, and to educate in your music? Like, how do you feel? Like, do you feel you have a responsibility in your music, you know, in order to put that socially consciousness out there and to drop gems like you mentioned? I most definitely have, a you know, a responsibility just, you know, if I'm gonna call myself conscious, you know what I'm saying? I can't hold, you know, what I deem to be as truth just to myself, you know what I'm saying? That's not what a conscious person or a uh, teacher would do or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Because if that was the case, you feel me, I would have never came into the knowledge that I came into if my teacher ever would have dispensed it. And so, you know, I, I try not to call myself a conscious rapper, but I'm a rapper, you know what I'm saying, that is conscious, you feel me? So that with that being said, like, because I'm a person at the end of the day before I'm a rapper in the first place. So the, the move that I make on the outside of this music industry is going to be conscious moves. Uh, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the moves that I make on the music, even though it can be a fun song, it's still I have those seeds and them gems in there that it'll still have you thinking and it still have you trying to move on a different path. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to never, with my music, I'll never, you know what I'm saying, just try to implement, you know, something that I wouldn't do personally, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's not what I'm here to talk about. If I wouldn't do it personally, you know, or if it's not a lesson from what I'm talking about in it, you know, I, I can't put that out to the world. Right, right. Now, obviously, with the key chat, you know, we chatted a little bit before we started recording. The key stands for queens. So, you know, I try to just exalt Black women, obviously, and just oh, present things for the queen community. So one question I want to ask you, 
what's your take on the image of women though in hip-hop you know right now that's kind of a little thing now where it's kind of like a common thread for women to I don't want to try to say it in a way that's not necessarily insulting for people but you know we live in a world where you know now it's like people are exposing themselves or you know like we got the whole rap song stuff like that you know people are women are like overly sexualized sometimes you know or I guess it's a matter of opinion whether to label it as overly sexualized or just in general some women that's their thing they sexualize themselves in the music things like that what's your take though about just the image of women in hip-hop as a whole Man, I most definitely uh, feel like when it comes to women in hip hop, I feel like that's when it's the most manipulated. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's when we're the most manipulated, especially on how we view our women, how our women view us. Uh, you know, they, they make it seem to where as if, and I'm, I'm sure with the major labels, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure it is true to a certain extent that you do have to, you know, uh, glorify certain aspects of yourself, you know what I'm saying, about your physical nature. Uh, to really try to move your music. And, and, and so that, that I feel like this just goes back as an historical thing, especially in, in America. That's why it's like so important for us to understand just the history of just, you know, not just like slavery, you feel me? Just because we was doing more than picking cotton. You know what I'm saying? Right. We was uh, just the, the, the people in the field, you know what I'm saying? We was cooking the food, you know, we was the entertainment. You know what I'm saying? When people came over, we were the entertainment, you know? Mm -hmm. And so uh, we got to look at all the hidden ways of entertainment that they they don't want to talk about because it's, I feel like it's a long legacy just of, uh, of Black women being sexually degraded on stage in America, you know, mm -hmm. from, I forget, I forget her name at the time is escaping me, but in the early 1900s, uh, I think her name was like, they called her like Betsy or something like that, but she had an actual name. I know name. exactly who you're talking about. I can't, it's I know exactly who you're talking about. I can't pronounce her name fully, but I know exactly who you're talking about. And they used to take her around and put her on tour and just show her off, like show her right. butt off and butt facing the crowd and stuff like that the whole time on stage. And they used her as the as a prostitute and all this other type of thing. You know what I'm saying? So uh, when you look at that hundreds of years ago, you know what I'm saying, early 1900s, and then you look at how, you know what I'm saying, we feel like we have to promote female artists to get them out there you know it's it's nothing too uh different from the the, the methods that they use you know what i'm saying you, you gotta twerk you gotta throw it you know what i'm saying you gotta be revealing in everything that you do to the point where it's like you got a whole bunch of dope chat with the queen is there a topic that you'd like discuss on this show don't be afraid to let me know just go ahead and shoot me an email at contact at queensla.info and your topic may be the next new episode. Female artists that don't go and don't abide by that same type of logic, the followers on the mainstream plays, they don't get that that type of time, you know what I'm saying? Just because that's not a message that's trying, that they want to be promoted. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So we got and that, you know, um, just because it's good for us don't mean that people going to be so willing to give it to us. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. they, they don't want us to gain that type of knowledge about ourselves or gain that type of confidence about ourselves. And all oh, them, I, I don't got to look like that. You know what I'm saying? You got Rhapsody, for example. You feel me? Like she, I was the, just going to mention her. You took the words out my oh, mouth. That's the yeah. number one person I think of is Rhapsody. You got Nat Rhapsody who, you know, put out one of the coldest albums of 2018 that year mm -hmm. when she put out an album. 
you know what I'm saying? And, and, and the whole album is every title from the song is named after, you know what I'm saying, a, a super powerful uh, black woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm And so we have a, a album like that, man, but it picks up no type of traction from the mainstream press. But mm-hmm. then, knock it, but then you put out WAP, and then that becomes the anthem for female empowerment all over the world. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm because who, who am I to say that it's not? But at the same time, I feel like, you know, we have to look at that uh, like we see it and like it is. You know what I'm saying? We can't because, you know, that's very revealing. You feel me? Something mm-hmm. like that they would bypass a whole album, not not mention anything of it, not mention, you know what I'm saying, just the messages and the, and, and the things that's talked about and spoke about on the album. But then we go to a song that's just glorifying one specific part of the female. Yeah. And, the whole, you know what I'm saying, the whole national anthem for women across the world. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like we got to realize that we're being manipulated and we got to go against that grain, you know what I'm saying? Just because, you know, we're the ones that's consuming the music at the end of the day. We right. really oh, you know, saying what's being distributed, but we, we can't look at ourselves or view ourselves as, as you know, just, just, just pigs that just eat off of, the filth that they give us, you know what I'm saying? That's the mm-hmm. only thing that up is filth. We don't want no nutrients, you know what I'm saying? And so uh, we got to look at ourselves a little deeper in that. And one more thing before, you know what I'm saying? My grandmother used to say, you know, your, your diet isn't what you eat, you know what I'm saying? Isn't just what you eat all the time, you know what I'm saying? Of course, that's a part of it, but it's not the mm-hmm. only thing that attributes to your diet. Your diet is what you take in regardless, you know what I'm saying? If it's what you eat and if it's what you watch and if it's what you hear uh, what you absorbing on your skin, you know what I'm saying? That's that's your true diet. If you're not outside, you know what I'm saying, getting your your vitamin D, you know what I'm saying, you you lacking on your diet. If 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 you allowing yourself to take in just any type of thing, you know what I'm saying, just any type of just, you know what I'm saying, just just ratchet, just foolishness, you know what I'm saying? And you allow that to just sit on your soul, man. You know what I'm saying? You'll look up and and you'll find yourself like, damn, that's the only thing that I can get full on because that's what you used to now and i was you know what i'm saying it was i used to hop on world star hip-hop and and go look at the fight complications and you know what i'm saying they put up whole videos of fights and i used to just watch fights in middle school watch you know what i'm saying in high school and then turn around wonder why we was getting in so many fights and you know what i'm saying getting in so mm-hmm. i'm saying so much drama and stuff like that but that's what i was filling myself up with was drama you feel me and so you you are what you eat Mm-hmm. you just said a word you're right and I definitely thought about Rhapsody immediately when you started talking about women because she's just the first person that automatically comes to mind because she's so deep on a whole different level and that album was amazing the fact that she named each and every song after yeah. an iconic black woman was just like who thinks of that you know what I'm saying and I don't hear that on the radio period you know it's just a sign of the times and you're right about diet it is what we, what we fill our bodies with, you know, what we say, what we think, you know, what we see, everything is definitely beyond what we eat for sure. And it's just music is a huge part of just life in general. You know what I'm saying? Just like Bob Marley, life without music is like, music is everything. So just what we absorb, you know, lyrically, you know, just what we see, the images, it says a lot about 
us as a people too, you know, and I think sometimes we don't maybe take the time to think about how deep it is. That's why it is important to just understand like what you're feeding into. And even if you want to listen to certain things like that, you know, like I don't knock it either, but just know that there's another, another alternative, you know, like it doesn't always have to be, you know, about P-U-S-S-Y. That's just so many other things that women are putting out there, just images in general. There's male artists that exalt women you know, as opposed to sexualizing them, you know, it's all about what you choose to absorb and what you choose to listen to. So um, two last things I want to end with, would it be putting you on the spot for you to give us a sample of some of your music, if you want to drop like a line or something, like I hate to put people on the spot, but I... When I walk through the door, my eyes caught each other like I met you before. You was laughing with your friends, spilling drinks on the floor, bringing in the new year, and you just left your boy. So what's up? Name's out bar, nice to meet you. She smiled and replied, You could just call me Mia. Pretty light brown, she was sipping on tequila. Perfect ass smile, but her toes the best feature for real. Next if we can chill. Should I smoke weed, but I never pop a pill. We exchange on the phone to link at the crib. Heard the voices on the way, so me and my niggas had to dip because we resumed. Never been the type of nigga that it just song. Different strokes for different folks, so what's the best for you? A couple takes, we hit it off, you know your boy the truth. To the trip to see the point you beat me in the bro now. This is felt like the fun of the thing, bro. So carry it. All go wet and rain. We don't know that I'm like soon as the space is killing me. Delete it all your pictures on my phone, your face is killing me. Shit. And now your face is killing me. I was hitting bitches out of spite, just filling it complete. Now I'm getting too ahead of myself, cause I ain't talking to you with nobody else. Now shit, I write this letter. Shit, I write this letter to you. Should I write this letter? Should I write this letter to you? Cause even when the sky turns gray, you will look me in my eyes and say, Be so okay. Places I can take it. The time you did me foul, real foul, I'm fucking like But we passed that like oop breeze in the pocket, girl. I'm just trying to chill that we can kick it like a soccer girl. Now she says she moving to Germany. Crushed by this news to this day, it's still disturbing. Shot it got my heart and she took it just like a burger. Got me going vegan, I'm slipping beans through the burger. Damn, we were supposed to do that shit together. You was out living life, I was getting better. Honing on my skills, playing chess, not checkers, but you always inspire me like Harry, you such a girl. I just want to protect you, girl. Let me hold you down like an anchor. Burn out their cases, go where they'll get taken. Taught me how to love you, you get me so much patience. Now, this is felt like the fun of the thing, bro. Go carry it. All go and rain. We've been on and off of like some little space. You're telling me, deleted all your pictures on my phone. Your face is telling me. Shit. But now your face is telling me. I was hitting bitches out of fight, just playing it complete. Now I'm getting too ahead of myself. Cause I ain't talking to you with nobody else. That was nice. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, man. No, thank you, Queen. Thank you, man. Like I said, it's just important. I feel, you know, I feel like kings exalt queens. So it's always a good thing, you know, when we have Black men that are just putting us on the map, you know, instead of tearing us down. It's just, like I said, it's a good feeling. So I definitely appreciate you sharing that. That's how it's supposed to be, man. You know, and we just got to build each other up. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, the system want us to be at war so bad, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? They want us to, they try to put us up against each other each and every day, man. Uh, so, you know, we, we just most definitely got to 
understand that, you know what I'm saying, and combat it just with, with, with self-love. Right, right, right. And you know, self-love is my platform. So before we end everything, I do end every show asking my guests. I want to ask you, Miss King Akbar the Great, how do you define a queen? Man, how do I define a queen? Uh, a queen for me, man, that's such a, that's such a dope question because throughout history, man, you had good queens, you had terrible queens. And so I feel like every woman is a, a, a potential queen, but it's really just about how she defines herself. You know what I'm saying? It's really about how she take care of herself, you know? Uh, and, you know, I, is she like, um, you know, working on herself, self-development, does she see like certain things about herself that she want to change uh, and work to change them? Uh, does she see certain things that she wants in the world and works to go get them or, you know what I'm saying, does she wait for somebody else to give them to her? Does she just accept them things about herself and just say, that's how I am, you know what I'm saying? Like, you feel me? I most definitely want somebody who, who, who I, I most definitely feel like a good queen is one who, who, who will realizes her weaknesses and her uh, shortcomings, just like any good king, and work to change them or work to, you know what I'm saying, make those strengths as well. So, you know, that's just what I, I see in a great queen, man. It's just a queen that uh, sees greatness from herself, but, you know what I'm saying, goes to work and actually try to pull that out of them. Because none of them, none of us start off as great, you know what I'm saying? We all have to work towards that, you know what I'm saying? And so I, that's what I feel like a great queen is. Awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for this conversation. Before we go, please tell all the listeners and the viewers how they can find your information, how they can purchase your music. So give everyone all your contact information. Man, you most definitely can find me on Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube as well, all under the same handle at A-K-B-A-R-T-H-E-G-8. That's going to be Akbar the Great, A-K-B-A-R-T-H-E-G, and the number eight. Uh, you know what I'm saying? We also got a website as well, man. So please check out the website. We got the new merch uh, just released. So I'm happy and excited about that. And then if you sign up to the website uh, as a, like a subscriber to our email listing, you know what I'm saying? We got the free merch giveaways, you know what I'm saying, that we're going to be doing. Uh, we have like unreleased tracks that we'll send out to everybody as part of the email listing. Uh, and you know what I'm saying, just to get y'all's takes on tracks, you know, y'all a little poll, you know what I'm saying, it's very immersive and stuff like that, man, so I'm just excited for everybody, you know what I'm saying, just come take a look, man, and join the village, you know, because we most definitely out here uh, working for the culture, man, you know what I'm saying, we working for, for y'all and, and for us, and you know what I'm saying, for the future us, so um, I'm excited to see, you feel me, just the growth and the elevation. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Once again, guys, this was Mr. Akbar the Great, King Akbar the Great. Oh, and I, like I said, once again, I just appreciate your transparency and just giving us a great conversation. I love talking to musicians on the Q chat. I love music. So just thank you so much for such a great conversation and much success to you. And also just thank you once again for just putting Black Queens on the map, you know, just and just being so sincere about it too. It's just man. like I said, you're a very deep brother and I really appreciate it. Thank you, Queen, man, for having me on once again, man. And Black women, they they are the map, you know what I'm saying? Like y'all y'all are the, the the planets, you feel me? Like, uh, you know, planet gives birth to things, you feel me? While the, while the sun gives life to it. So we got to 
be that yin and yang, you know what I'm saying? And uh, just realize, you know what I'm saying, our, our relationship uh, is an ancient one. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's the one that's, 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 that predates America, you feel me? So it's no way that we can allow, you know, what America got going on to bring it down, man. So I'm most definitely excited to uh, just keep working, man. I can't wait to see, uh, to just show y'all the new projects, you know what I'm saying, that me and Miss Karen and uh, just all the Supernova that have been working on. Awesome. Thank you so much. And thank you guys for tuning into the key chat and make sure you guys go love yourself. Uh-huh. Kesme. She's a queen. This is dedicated to all my beautiful queens, all my beautiful ladies out there. She's a queen. Go queen. Thank you for listening to the Q Chat Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Queen's Arrogance LLC. Our company website is www.goqueen.com.